Hey guys, welcome back to Anchored in the Vote. Nope. Ah, Daily Gains. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> welcome back to Daily Gains with Pastor Jared and Pastor Joseph. I'm Pastor Jared. Yeah, I'm Pastor Joseph. We are so glad that you guys joined us. We're going to be back in the Proverbs again. We're going to be in chapter 14 of the ESV. We're going to start with verse 13 and go through 23. So if you're ready, grab it out. We're going to jump to. Even in laughter, the heart may ache and the end of joy may be grief. Even in laughter, the heart may ache and the end of joy may be grief. The backslider in heart will be filled with the fruit of his ways and a good man will be filled with the fruit of his ways. The backslider in heart will be filled with the fruit of his ways and a good man will be filled with the fruit of his ways. The simple believes everything, but the prudent gives thought to his steps. The simple believes everything, but the prudent gives thought to his steps. One who is wise is cautious and turns away from evil, but a fool is reckless and careless. One who is wise is cautious and turns away from evil, but a fool is careless and reckless. A man of quick temper acts foolishly, and a man of evil devices is hated. A man of quick temper acts foolishly, and a man of evil devices is hated. The simple inherit folly, but prudent are crowned with knowledge. The simple inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. The evil bow down before the good, the wicked at the gates of the righteous. The evil bow down before the gate of the good, and the wicked before the gate of the righteous. The poor is disliked even by his neighbor, but the rich has many friends. The, e- the poor are disliked even by his neighbor but the rich has many friends. Whoever despises his neighbor is a sinner, but blessed is he who is generous to the poor. Whoever despises his neighbor is a sinner, but the one who provides for his neighbor is blessed. Do they not go astray who devise evil? Those who devise good meet steadfast love and faithfulness. Do they not go astray who devise evil? But those who devise good have a straight path in front of them. In all toil there is profit. But mere talk tends only to poverty. In all toil, there's profit, but mere talk will lead only to poverty. May God bless the reading, hearing, and living out of His Word. Amen. Amen. What jumped out to you, sir? Uh, Verse 15. Okay. Verse 15. The simple believe everything, but the prudent uh, gives thought to his steps. Gives thought to his steps. There are two pictures that jump immediately to mind. <clears throat> and I'll touch on one and then the controversial other. Okay. Uh, the one <laughs> is uh, simple, simple advertising, right? I was um, watching a program with my wife the other day and an advertisement came on. And, you know, we like to have fun and, and just kind of laugh at the advertisements because we know that they're, they're lying to us. It's marketing. That's another word for lying, <laughs> leading astray, strokes, you know, Stoking up passions and desires and promising something that can't actually be delivered. I can just see all the people working in marketing, listening to daily gains going up and. <laughs> you know what? In all toil, there is gain. Get out of marketing. <laughs> um, but how many of us, you know, will go onto Amazon looking for something or go into Google looking for something? And we'll type in whatever it is we're looking for. And then something will pop up and say top seller or this choice or premium something. And that's as far as we go. Mm. We don't go, we don't go the next step and, and get a comparison or get the second and third 
opinion. We don't actually do the research. We're just like, ah, you know what? I'm sure this is good. It's got five stars from 13,000 people I've never met. <laughs> Those all must be solid. You know, it's, it's really simple to become lazy and to accept the first report as the accurate report. Now, here's what's going to get controversial. At some point in history, there was a slogan that went something like, believe all women. And it had to do with a, uh, what was described accurately and inaccurately as a culture of rape. And the problem here was that there was a real issue where women who were reporting that they had been uh, sexually assaulted were being ignored at the first and then as evidence was being collected. And there was a backlash or a response to that that said, you know what, our first response needs to be to believe the women in their report, even before there's evidence. And that led to a further step that said, and we need to assign guilt and blame, again, before there is evidence. And this is a, this is a problem, and it's what this proverb is pointing out. And it, there are other proverbs that say similar things. If you listen to the first person who gives their account, they sound right is a, a summation of another problem. The problem here is everything in its own context can look correct. But what it says is wisdom and prudence stops and says, we need to gather the information before we can take the next step. As opposed to saying, I have enough here because I've had one side of the story to say what is and what needs to happen. It is not popular, however, to take that stance. In fact, it can be uh, viewed as being unprotective and even anti the person who's bringing um, the victim in the situation. It is, a, it is a situation that requires wisdom. And that's why it's difficult. And that's why it's controversial because both the person who says, the loving thing is to listen to this person. The wise thing is to listen to the victim is accurate. As is the person who says the loving and wise thing is to listen to the victim and then look for evidences is also correct. But when those things are put in opposition with each other, all of a sudden you have not good results. And it's an easy trap to walk into, whether it's in marketing or whether it's in dealing with much more serious issues. The question is, how are we going to, what are we going to do after we've received the first report? And this proverb at least says, stop, look, and listen before you mm -hmm. move. Well, that was, that was not the one that jumped out to me, but that one, I'm glad you highlighted it. What jumped out to you? The one that, the one that jumped out to me was, uh, verses 20 and 21, mainly verses 21. Uh, the poor is disliked even by his neighbor, but the rich has mm -hmm. many friends. And then 21 is whoever despises his neighbor is a sinner, but blessed is he who is generous to the poor. Glad you're, I'm glad you're going there. Like that was the one that got me where um, if you despise your neighbor, you're a sinner. And neighbor could be a neighboring country. <laughs> neighbor could be a different ethnic group neighbor could be uh, someone who is my actual across the street neighbor um 
there, there's a lot to neighbor that Jesus defined and to know that if I despise him, I'm sinning. Like to look down upon because this is clear. I'm told to love my neighbor, right? I'm told to love my neighbor in Christ and uh, in the loving him, I am wooing him to my Lord so that he might see or she might see the truth of what God has done for them. I'm loving them to my heavenly father, to my heavenly brother, to the, to the Holy Spirit who resides within me. If I'm despising them, I'm doing just the opposite. I'm intentionally not helping. And that's the, I'd say that's the worst kind of thing where I can get in my car and drive wherever I'm going and ignore the people that live in the woods or ignore the people at the stoplight or ignore, ignore, ignore to the point of even when I listen to the news, it's there to comfort. I don't look for news that really makes me uncomfortable to look at other countries and the stuff they're struggling with or other states and seeing the stuff that they're struggling with. I'm only minding my own stuff. I'm therefore despising my neighbor. Um, you know, I know it seems hard, but it's real. If I'm not lifting my head and putting down my phone and looking out around, as well as looking up to where my help comes from. Uh, Completely agree. The, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where even when it comes to being generous, what does that mean? Does it hurt? <laughs> right. Um, you know, it, it should, if I'm being generous, like generous means I know that there's more to come kind of thing. So I'm, I'm open with my hands when it comes to giving. I know that my father has, I don't need to, to have everything because I know that he's got me and I have everything in him. That looks like a different life culturally. That looks like a very prudent life because you're giving so much away. That's what it means to be generous to those that are poor. And we can talk about poor spiritually, socially, emotionally, physically. Like poor is, we all know what it means if we just look at it financially. When we start to engage with a spiritual aspect of being poor, it requires a lot of time. And as we stated yesterday, it requires a lot of messiness. This, this isn't an easy one. It's a, it's a real challenge. What are you about to say? The antidote to this is not simply paying more attention. You know, it's not enough to, to simply say, well, I've, I've been despising my neighbor, and so I need to pay more attention or start doing something. The, the real issue here is one of the heart. Because mm -hmm. when you talk about despising, why do we despise? And what does it mean to despise? Well, this isn't Webster, per se, but this is a simple definition. Despising someone is finding it to be of significantly less value mm -hmm. in relationship to me. There's a lot of things I can despise, and many of them are worthy of being despised. I don't. Tr I I intentionally try not to step on poop on the ground because its value is significantly less than my value, and I don't want to carry its value along with me on the value of me or my shoes, and step on the value of your carpet. Mm. But when we talk about loving people. When we're talking about people to consider the value, the worth of another person as being less than ours is to despise them, to say they don't deserve my time, 
they have, they don't deserve my attention. They don't deserve my concern because of what they have done, because of where they are from, because of what they look like, because of who they love, because Mm. how they've disobeyed God, whatever it is that we fill in the blank with there Mm. is to despise our neighbor. It is not to love them. Love the way that God talked about it in scripture is to consider others as being higher than ourselves, to put their value higher before ourselves because our value is wrapped up in who God is. And we know that regardless of who we may put in front of us, God's going to take care of us. And that, that's a hard issue. That's one where we can't look at this and say, well, what am I doing? We have to look and say, well, what am I doing? And how is that coming out of what's inside of my heart? And where does that need to be realigned with what God's doing in me? It, it's, it's interesting because um, I was reading an article the other day about uh, a classically trained musician who played, played um, a well-known piece that it's a violinist in the D.C. Metro, I want to say about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And um, people paid him no attention. Um, he, he raised a whopping $32 and some change in tips for the concert he held on the train. And I think like seven people listened for more than 20 minutes or something like that. Yeah. The night before, the cheapest ticket you could get at his venue was 100 bucks. That was the cheapest. That's the nosebleed section. And um, the reality is, um, as you stated, when we slow down, we pay attention. We value things as they properly should be valued, as opposed to being busy with what is ever or whatever we want to do. Um, not what God's doing, not even following him. And we can be doing the work for God, but we're not actually engaging with him. And um, that's a challenge. You mean that a free gift may be despised because it is free and seems therefore to have no value? Uh, a poor person has great value. You just don't have a relationship with them. If that's the category we have them in instead of friend or future sibling in Christ, if we keep them under the label poor, then yes, we can definitely, definitely miss the moment as well as miss the opportunity. You know, it's in direct relationship to the way that we value the free gift of God, which is eternal life. Mm-hmm. We look at that as being easy, simple, not worth our time because it was free. It's a hard issue, brother and sister. That's where we have to be looking. Uh, Proverbs 14, 13 through 23. Even though after the heart may ache and the end of joy may be grief, the backslider and heart will be filled with the fruit of his ways and a good man will be filled with the fruit of his ways. The simple believes everything, but the prudent gives thought to his steps. One who is wise is cautious and turns away from evil, but a fool is reckless and careless. A man of quick temper acts foolishly, and a man of evil devices is hated. The simple inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. The evil bow down before the good and the wicked at the gates of the righteous. The poor is disliked even by his neighbor, but the rich has many friends. Whoever despises his neighbor is a sinner, but blessed is he who is generous to the poor. Do they not go astray who devise evil? Those who devise good meet steadfast love and faithfulness. In all toil there is profit, but mere talk tends only to poverty. Father in heaven, we ask 
that you would cause us to see things as you see them, that we would value things properly, that we would see the eternal value of those that are poor, whether it be spiritually, physically, emotionally, socially, however it is, Father, allow us to see them as you see them. Allow us, Father, to be generous because you've given us all things. We ask, Father, that you would rearrange our schedules, rearrange our life. We ask, Father, that you would have the throne in our hearts. Allow this to be so. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We'll see you later in the morning in the a.m. with Psalms. Have a good one. Bye-bye.